Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, April 18th, 2022, and this is day 1492 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you in the fullest. There's absolutely none like you. You're the creator of all things. There is nothing that was ever created that you did not create. And I thank you, Lord, for creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life and allowing us to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us for each and every day that we're here on this earth. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is healing blocked by words or healing blockage by words. Mm -hmm. Yep. Many times we are blocking our own healing and whatever that healing looks like, whatever way God is wanting to give it to us, we can block it with our words. Let's learn a little bit more about that. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. Luke chapter 6, verse 6 through 11. And it says, on, the, on another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and talking about Jesus. So he went into the synagogue uh, and was teaching. And a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees... And uh, the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. So just the chapter, the verses before this, they were upset at Jesus because um, they were going, he and his disciples were going through the field and ate some wheat on the Sabbath. And uh, they were furious because Jesus said, I am the Sabbath. <laughs> so listen, let's get that clear. We, you're, you're making uh, much ado about nothing here. Uh, if people are hungry, we need to allow them to eat no matter what day it is. Uh, and so now they're watching. They have this motive uh, to harm Jesus now. They are mad at him because of his teachings and his boldness and his power in the Holy Spirit and how he speaks truth. And they don't want to hear the truth. Many times people just don't want to hear the truth, but that should not stop us from sharing the truth in love. All right. So they were watching him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to them, stretch out your hand. He did so 
and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Now, all of their religious laws that they added on to the Ten Commandments, uh, as I said before, was at least 400 or, or more that they would add on. And, and they were going against one of their own laws to kill. <laughs> you know, you don't kill. And, and that is in, in the uh, Ten Commandments. But, but the Ten Commandments were all summed up into two. All right. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. That's one. And love your neighbor as yourself. That encompasses everything you see. And so they, their words, their evil thoughts um, were to harm Jesus. His words and his actions were to heal and to bring people back to God. That was his purpose, to reconcile us back to the Lord through his death, through his resurrection. And uh, we celebrated that great resurrection day yesterday. But every day, uh, we should celebrate Jesus and what he did for us. And the Lord allowing his son to die for us and the Holy Spirit who is here to equip us and to lead and guide us into all truth. So point number one. Are we so consumed by all the negative things going on around us that we're missing the good things of God? And are we speaking uh, negative things to ourselves, about ourselves, and about others? When we do this, it blocks the blessings of God. It blocks our healing. It blocks God's promises for us. The word says we hold the power of life and death in our tongues. We should speak those things that are not as though they are. So when you've been diagnosed with an illness, don't take ownership of it. For example, the doctor might say, you have diabetes. Don't say, my diabetes really has me down. Uh, for example, you know, just say, okay, I was diagnosed with diabetes, uh, but I thank God for my total healing. And uh, my dad, be, my stepdad, before he passed away, one of the things they had diagnosed him with cancer. And he said, well, they say I've got cancer. <laughs> when he would describe what was going on with him before he transitioned to be with the Lord. And that was, a, you know, God said, it's time for you to come home and be with me. Um, it does not belong to you. Whatever that illness is, it doesn't belong to you. Right now, um, it's something that you deal with, but it's not yours. You should take the medication, but at the same time, thank God for your healing, which could be through the medicine. You know, whatever way God chooses to do it, it's his choice. <laughs> He's sovereign. He can do whatever he wants to do. He's in control of everything. We just need to allow him uh, to have his way in our lives. Point number two, make sure you're... You're obeying God fully in the way you take care of yourself. God may say, stop drinking alcohol. You choose not to. Then you may be suffering from some type of liver damage because of your disobedience. When Jesus told the man with the shriveled hand to stand in front of everyone, he did. He got right up and he stood in front of everyone. When Jesus told him to stretch out his hand, he did so. And his hand was completely restored. What's blocking your healing? Sometimes it can be us 
ourselves that is blocking it with our thoughts, uh, with our with our words. Uh, and we can't even blame Satan. <laughs> it's just us sometimes, you know, uh, telling ourselves, I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough to do this or do that. And God is saying, you are good enough. Uh, you're putting, in, in other words, you're saying God's not good enough. If God created you and he created you to do these things, then you're more than able to. You may not see it yet, but you must begin to speak those things that are not as though they are and speak positive things about yourself. You know, um, there are uh, people that can sing really good. Okay, I'm going to talk say about my um, brother in love. <laughs> and I don't think he would mind me sharing this, but um, he has a really good voice and can sing. But he did not really want to get up in front of everybody and do it and sing. Well, we must think about it like this. And I think he began to, because he does sing in front of everybody now. Uh, But in order to get over that hurdle, look at it like this is going to be a blessing for other people. God gave me this gift so that I could bless others. And in whatever way that is, you know, whether it's singing, whether it's acting, whether it's through the arts and well, which is acting, um, you know, whether it's through technology, whatever it is that God is giving you to do, then do it uh, to glorify God. And, and it's going to bless other people. Uh, and with your words, whether it's to speak, I never saw myself as someone that would be doing a podcast or, or speaking in front of people. I never felt... Uh, uh, good about <laughs> doing that. I was nervous about that. The very first time I had to get up in front of uh, a group of people to speak, that was not something that I thought I would ever be doing or even uh, aspired to do. And and this had to be a good almost 40 years ago when I first had to get up in front of people to do that. And it was in the church. We can learn so much. I see uh, so much talent, uh, you know, just uh, thriving in the church. Uh, and we are the church, right? (laughs) So I'll never forget when I had to go up, uh, front to speak in front of the church congregation, I was trying to hand it off a note to the person that always does that. She gets up and would do announcements and she was eloquent and did such a wonderful job at it. And I was handing her uh, a message like, oh yeah, which this is uh, Pastor Cynthia, who is my good friend and and uh, whose church I'm attending right now. Um, anyway, at that time, we were all young, raising our children together in the church. And, and uh, I said, hey, Cynthia, will you please say this message, you know, uh, with your announcements? And she goes, nope, you can do it yourself. And I'm like, what? And we were all getting ready to march in uh, in the choir. At that time, we marched in in our, you know, choir robes and all that. And I'm like, no, no. She goes, no, you can do it. So we get in and oh my gosh, I'm so grateful there was a podium that you couldn't see through because I was a shaking. My legs were shaking when I had to get up and read that message. And I'll never forget while doing it, the Lord said to me or put in my heart, speak loud and clear. And that would help me to get past my fear just focusing on speaking loudly and speaking clearly so that everyone could understand what I was saying after I got past the shakiness and the nervousness. (laughs) And then you know what happened after that? 
I was given more announcements to share. I was given, you know, hey, Jackie, will you do this? And I'd have to go up front and share things. And and it began to be the norm. Then outside of work, uh, I started doing, uh, you know, in the last several years or even before being an entrepreneur, having to go and speak to groups and share about what I was doing and, and now doing trainings and speaking to groups, hundreds of people over the the last few years of teaching teachers or in, in training sessions and uh, just the Holy Spirit, though, is speaking through me. No matter what uh, teachings or training types, it could be with little kids, it could be working with youth, and I have the opportunity of doing that and working with adults. Whatever it is, it's that anointing of God on us to speak that word. And when we speak the word, it is not just for us. Whenever God gives me a word to preach or teach, it is for me first. (laughs) Make sure I'm lining up with the word, then to share it with others, with you. Um, And so whatever that is that God is giving you to do, take hold of it, embrace it, right? We need to do that. Uh, There was something else that was blocking uh, me, uh, the words that I was thinking even. Uh, So our mindset has to shift And then our thoughts will change. And then the words that come out of our mouth will also change because our brain, our our mindset has changed. We should take on the mind of Christ. Then we can shift and it's no longer the way we think. So uh, I've shared the story many times with you about my father having me having bitterness in my heart towards my father, not realizing it for years. He and my parents divorced when I was seven and And after a couple of years, you know, he sent us Christmas presents. And then after about two years or three years of doing that, we got nothing else. He just kind of vanished out of our lives. He moved away, started a new family. Um, And I have two beautiful sisters from that union. And uh, but he chose not to help us financially. Excuse me. Um, And uh, we struggled but we had lots of love and 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 laughter but um you know and hurt and pain too i i must tell you that but i never understood why he never financially helped us with the child support he chose not to send that uh and it was hard so i was angry and, and felt you know hey i had a right to be angry but to hold unforgiveness to harbor that within me uh was not my right God said we should forgive and then so that we too will be forgiven. So I, the thing that helped me to hang on to unforgiveness, and this is something that I have not talked about, but this is what the Holy Spirit showed me that I did. And I, I believe it's true of, of many of us that hold unforgiveness. We harbor negative thoughts about that person. Now think about that for a minute. You know, when we harbor the negative thoughts, it helps us to hold on to bitterness, to unforgiveness, to anger, uh, and even to it, it can lead to hate. You know, because I wonder, even when in relationships, how can you be, love somebody and 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 be with them, and then they do one thing wrong and you hate them? How could that be? You know, but it is true, and I'm talking with believers who love the Lord. It is because it can be because of our mindset and uh, how we 
see that person. And if all we can think about is that negative thing that, that, that rewinds in our mind over and over again, then that's how we're going to treat them. And that is exactly what was going on with me. I could replay things over and over again about what my father did not do. And then when I forgave and let that go and uh, had that conversation with my father, I was in my 40s, y'all, by the time I got to that finally in my early 40s. But I'm grateful that I was able to move past that. And I was free because, see, those negative words kept me bound from my healing. And and that was a healing that I, that I received after forgiving. And then I was able to truly think positive things about him. I don't even feel anger towards my father at all. I love him. I uh, can see neck more positive things about him and, and all that other stuff is pushed away. You know, I, I've chosen not to pick that back up again, but I see him in a in a positive light and in a good way. And that's what God wants us to do. Uh, that's why he our words are so valuable, so much so that it can block our blessings. It can block our healings that God has for us. It can, it can, our bitterness can erode us and, and rot us out. You know, I mean, just think about that, you know, and, and so God is saying, you know, through healing words, when what we speak and what we think will begin to come out of our mouths and what we're saying and what we're saying about ourselves, what we're saying about others, and then how we treat ourselves and how we treat others. And, and God wants that to be in a positive way so that we are equipped to go forth and fulfill our purpose. You see, if we're not healthy and <clears throat> healthy, now I don't mean just physically, I mean spiritually healthy, we're not able to fully do what God has called us to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be your first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friends, is the ultimate because that determines where we're going to spend eternity. And the the way this world is going, you know, these are the last days and we're going to either go to be with Jesus for eternity or to hell with Satan for eternity. There is no in between. That is why it is so important for us to share the word of God with everyone we come across in love as the Holy Spirit leads and guides us. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Learn more about what we're doing with our youth in our community, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development. 
and become a partner. You may want to, you know, just come and help out or make a donation to help us to further this mission that God has blessed us with. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.